Hi everyone, thanks for listening into uh, our latest episode of What Would Mom Say? A podcast dedicated to our late mother who fearlessly spoke her mind on every subject for hours on end. I'm Tina with my sister Lisa and today we are going to chat about ideas, ideas. themes for a podcast. <laughs> I have a theme for a podcast. Okay. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> But we can chat about it. Um, I thought today, randomly, since we are re-entering podcast world, yes, um, that today is a great day to celebrate, even though it was yesterday, International Women's Day, but it's actually Women's Week. Mm, okay. So we can continue the theme. It's also Pet Sitter's Week. Ooh, even better. <laughs> Maybe not even better, but yeah. Just throwing it in there. Right. Um, so what I thought we would do is use our six topics, but pick six women that affected our lives. Ah, okay. And so can be random. Obviously, it's going to be random. It's going to be, you got to come up with them on the spot. <laughs> Very random indeed. <laughs> I'm glad to um, Maybe not random this for you. Okay, so right. you can go first since it's your favorite. Well, I thought obviously the first woman that's affected our life probably the most is our mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and we've talked about her before. <laughs> And how she has affected our life. And I know everybody says they had a great mother. But I I just am so thankful that she was our mother. I think she just taught us so much. Um, verbally and non-verbally. Just by her example. Um, so when I, when I think of women who are strong and... Um, who I look up to, mom really does always come to my mind first because she was, she was fearless and I'm very thankful she's our mother. So she doesn't really count in our six. Cause it's like a given. That's a given. That's a, yeah. Um, so how about I'll go one and you go one. Okay. And, um, so another woman like, I don't want to say all the famous women. Okay. You know, I was trying to think about it earlier, and I'm like, you know, we all know. And not that they're not inspiring, because they absolutely are. But one um, that comes to my mind is one from early, my early childhood, which is um, my friend Jody's mom, Brenda. And she, she was a waitress all of her life. But so like when I was like 10 years old, they lived in this little apartment, her and Jody, and she would let us come and get on her bed and separate her tip money out. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I thought that was, I just wanted to be a waitress when I grew up because it looked like, you know, a million bucks laying out there. Right. And then I did become a waitress and realized they were all ones. <laughs> 
And not a million ones either. <laughs> right. 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 But it was just the way that she she let us come in to watch Johnny Carson. She had the TV in her room. And so we, we would sit there and lay out the ones and count our change and stuff. And I just thought, um, what a great life to live. I just wanted to be 30 some years old. Have, she had beads on the door when you walked in. Oh, yeah. Have beads on my door. Be a waitress. Watch Johnny Carson count my chips on the bed. That's what I wanted to do. That was my aspirations from Brenda. But she was, it was neat though to see somebody in a different, I didn't even know a waitress. I really didn't know what mm -hmm. she did. But So she was one and she, she was always very, um, she would give us advice while we were sitting there and talk to us and stuff. So she was one of my early women that I admired. Mm -hmm. And I still admire her to this day. So, okay, your turn. You pick one. Oh, we're not timing it, so obviously it's six seconds, however long we got. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think we were previously attempting to do six topics in 60 seconds. Yeah, that, that, and that was a big... I don't even think we got was, six topics in six minutes. Right. So, <laughs> um, this is not going to be a 60-minute long podcast, but we could, right. could probably do that, but... So, let's see, um, I guess I'll say one woman who really affected me, um, was my, oh, you know what, must have been seventh grade, seventh grade math teacher, and I'm not sure if that was called math or pre-algebra, probably pre-algebra, um, her name at the time was Miss Paul. Was it Miss Finch? No. Oh, okay. Miss Paul. And she um, was not only our math teacher, but she was also our volleyball coach. So she was my first volleyball coach. And um, whatever she did, she did it 110%. Like in math class, she was just like so excited, got everybody excited about math. And in volleyball, she was the same way. She was just like super high energy and she loved volleyball. And unfortunately, I can't remember now if she actually like played volleyball because a lot of, you know, right. school sports, the coaches have never actually played the sport, which is fine. Um, but she was a long distance runner for sure. And um, I think she also coached cross country maybe, but I was not in a cross country, so um, I definitely can't remember that, but um, she was just like always like so positive and driven and um, so smart, so smart, and she was like competitive, um, she made us like want to be competitive, I mean even in math class, like um, there were times that she would, um, you know, if you got an answer wrong, she would like throw one of those soft erasers at you. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope she doesn't get in trouble for that. No, so, um, and then I definitely remember her favorite number that was like totally like the outlandish random number of whatever we were doing would be like 3,428. And I can't even remember exactly what, why that was it, but it was always like, I won 3,428 or something. <laughs> I don't even remember, but yeah. So I'm going with her. 
so good. And good at math. I like that because mm -hmm. we need more girls excited about math, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, my second person was going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it was Mrs. King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, she was our high school English, well, composition teacher. And what I loved about her was that when I look back now, she had to be young, like not in her 20s, but she definitely wasn't old. But I guess at the time I thought she was old. When you had her, she wasn't old? Yeah, she was she, young? She was, she had to have been maybe, I don't know. What, what's young? Well, probably not as, she was probably not as old as I thought she was. Like, I thought she was probably in her 70s when oh. I had her. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, no, okay. Me. Not that she looked that way necessarily, <clears throat> just that, you know, I just felt like she was an old woman. Um, I'm sure she probably wasn't, but... Um, what I loved about her was that she, her class was hard. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't mean, you know, but she made you do the work and she was preparing you. She was preparing you for college courses. And, you know, if you were taking college prep courses, you had to take that class and everybody would say, oh gosh, you got to take Mrs. King's class. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, she really made you think and she was, she just... And I took her the next. I took her for creative writing the next year. I mean, that's how much I loved her. And even then, so she was. Um, I love to read anyhow. So, even reading, I think I even took a literature class from her. And I just, I just loved her. I just loved that she. She inspired me to try. Mm -hmm. Let's say that she expected you to learn, and I think when a teacher expects you to do a good job, then you do want to do a good job. And um, I just, I've always loved her. I've, loved, I've always loved her and thought that she, plus she was very stylish. Did you have her? I did have her, yeah. She was, <clears throat> she was actually the only teacher that came to my graduation party. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I'll tell you a story about her. I, you probably know this. So I was not doing well. As much as I loved what? her. What? <laughs> as much as I loved her. <laughs> but I think it was over Christmas break. Anyhow, I had not turned a paper in. I had not finished it. And so I got an incomplete for that grade. Mm -hmm. And she allowed me to bring my paper to her house and turn it in. And she was going to grade it over the holiday break and change that incomplete. Wow. Um, if I would come and if I would turn it in, if I would just finish it and turn it in. And I remember going to her house and turning the paper, you know, handing her the paper. But when she came to the door, she was in like a track suit. And like she had a... Oh my gosh, I'm trying to envision this. <laughs> she, 
she had like a um, <clears throat> not well, not an elliptical. What a treadmill kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think it was a stationary bike that she had been on because I could see it through the door. And it just shocked me that she was a person, you know, that wore anything other than what she wore to school. And, um, but I always remember that because she, I think I had another grade that was um, below par and that was chemistry. So at the time I was struggling mm -hmm. and I just thought that was always very um, generous of her to take time out of her Christmas break yeah. So that I could have, you know, a complete report card. And, yeah. I don't even know if you can go to teachers' houses now, but... You probably shouldn't. You probably like shouldn't. But, you know, at, I grew up in a different time, and so she took it, and I think my grade ended up being a C. Yeah. But I could have failed. She could have let me fail. But she didn't. And that's probably why I really... Yeah. I remember she had us um, keep a journal. And so we had to turn it in. I forget how often, maybe weekly or something like that. But if you didn't want her to read the page, then you could turn the turn like t uh, fold it in half. And she wouldn't read it, she said, but she wanted to, you know, open it up just to make sure that you actually had an entry. Um, and so, so why'd you do fold over all your pages? No, no, <laughs> I didn't fold over all my pages. Um, but yeah, that would be a crazy thing to have read all of those teenage journals. Can you even imagine? Because I know sometimes I just wrote stuff to just, like, try to, like, shock her or something. I mean, she was never, ever mean to me. So I have right. no reason to do that except to be a little stink. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I really enjoyed her class, too. And I thought at the time I was very good at writing. One of Mandy Garrett, who will join us in a later podcast, hopefully, uh, my friend since the womb, she always um, likes to remind me of one of her favorite poems that she wrote in Mrs. King's class. It was about me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Maybe She'll have I'll, to share it. I'll ask her to share it. She'll have to share it. I can um, only imagine. But, uh, but yeah, I, li I like that class yeah. too. It was tough because for me, when I had it, it was the first class of the day. And, you, you know, know like nobody that. really... That might be wants much. to be there at the first, yeah. yeah. So I just I loved it. I, I just um, she was she, always so soft spoken, right, and just calm. Yeah, she was very calm. And when I had her, we had her for uh, literature. Of course, you know, Julie and I took every class together, so um, we took that class. And I remember she would just look at Julie sometimes when Julie would ask a crazy question, and she was like. And what do you think about that, Julie? <laughs> you know, like you couldn't rattle her, really. Right, right. Even if you were trying to, so. And I guess that's probably because she read all those journals. She, <laughs> nothing shocked her anymore. Yeah. She was just like, 
Whatever. So that, that's, she's probably, if I have to say my favorite teacher, that she's probably my favorite, but she also just really um, encouraged, encouraged me, so. So was she also friends with Mrs. Polly? Did yeah. you ever have Mrs. Polly? Yeah, I had Mrs. Polly. I, I loved, loved, I loved I Mrs. Like Polly, too. If they were going to be friends, I mean, if any teachers were friends, it would be them. And I'm not really sure why. Maybe because they both had glasses. They, they even actually looked similar. Hairs, hairs, but I think hairs. they both had the same head shake. You know, Mrs. Polly always arranged her head. I think Mrs. Kane did that as well. <laughs> yeah, I like Mrs. Polly a lot, too. Because I think she was all the maths, right? Right. I liked all the maths. Well, no, see, I had I had Mrs. Finch. I would have had Mrs. Finch for pre-algebra. That's before you took pre-algebra and algebra in junior high. Oh, okay. So my freshman year, I had Mrs. Finch. Oh. Okay. Okay, who's okay. next for you? Well, for me, um, I'm still thinking. Do you have another person? I do. Go ahead. <laughs> I do. And you might have a similar one, but okay. one of my other favorites, and um, this one's not personal because I don't know this person, but is Pat Summit. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved her book. I didn't know a lot about her before I read her book. Um, the first one I read was Reach for the Summit. I love that. And when I read that... <clears throat> it was just not, um, I just thought it was so good for life, you know, not, yeah. not even particular to sports, but just life in general. And, um, you can apply her, her wisdom, her tenets to that, to life. And I, I just really, uh, she was, to this day, I still refer back to to the things that I read in that book, and I just, um, she's an inspiration to me. I know, it's it's really amazing. Um, I always like to think about, too, how, I don't even know that a lot of outsiders to the sports world, like that even pay attention to sports, not that they had to play sports, but, that anybody really thinks about the fact that when you are a college coach, and maybe like also in private high schools where they recruit players, you know, you are dealing with kids from all backgrounds. I mean, black, white, Asian, anything, right? right. I mean, those coaches are purely looking for people who are going to perform and I mean, be good teammates, I'm sure, but you know, they don't. That's what that's what they what they see. They don't see anything else. And then you get all of these people with all these different experiences coming from all these different backgrounds, and like that can that can be a real shocker for those kids. I mean, they're still kids in, right, in college, right. and to be able to get them to work together trust each other it's I think it's really undervalued but she talks about that in 
reach the summit, I think, mm -hmm. a little bit. And it, I know even even though I have played sports, that never crossed my mind, probably because I never had a diverse sports team to right. like think about it. But um, but it's just really she talks so much about like communication and I mean everything, but it's like you just don't realize that sometimes how hard you know there, she's she wasn't just coaching basketball I mean she was oh, right. coaching kids life coach. for life right and how to like be good people and, and really and truly and I mean it's just it's amazing yeah yeah and her accomplishments in her own right as a player right you know so I just um, she's one of my favorites but just you know so that's why I do love sports because it has so much to teach you other than the athletic that the game itself like like you said like being a team player um, it's just but she just to do what she did and and then have the and when you read about it it's just amazing it's just I just think she's a real inspiration I like her um, she's one of my favorites I agree I definitely agree so, I guess I have thought of uh, a person. Okay. <laughs> some time. But actually, you've agreed with a couple of mine, so. Yes, yes. So, I feel like that's positive. Um, but, so one, this person is... Um, well-known. That's fine. So, it's, um, RGB, I mean RBG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know where you are right now, but it's 1240 a.m. for us, and so, anyway, um, that's my excuse. So, anyway, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and, um, I think for me, she, obviously I did not know her personally um, since she was a Supreme Court Justice and hopefully I would never have had to be in a position where I would have to be in front of a Supreme Court Justice. But um, I guess what I think is, there's so many neat things about her that like have inspired me. One is not just that she was a Supreme Court justice, but that she was such, which is probably gonna sound really silly, but she's such a small person, she was such a small person, to be, to have such confidence at, um, you know, I think a lot of times, small statured people have to be kind of like more assertive, more confident, more fiery to kind of stand out because... What, are you saying we're overlooked? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Um, but, you know, and obviously to be a, a woman and um, just to, I guess her ability to 
continued to have confidence even when the majority around her doesn't agree with her and to like not let that get her down because I think like for me sometimes I feel like my beliefs are not a lot different but different than the majority of people around me meaning not necessarily people I'm close to but people who are in the same proximity same city county state and I guess like knowing that every day she had to sit with other Supreme Court justices, usually at least half of them definitely didn't like agree with, with her on things, but she was always like so eloquent in being able to explain why she didn't agree with them or why she had different beliefs and she never just like gave up. Like sometimes I'm like, I just need to move. I just need to move away and be around people that just think like me. And that's not the right, right. mindset sometimes. Although <laughs> moving to a beach wouldn't be too bad regardless <laughs> of who else is around me. But um, yeah, so, and of course there's all the other, what I think are obvious reasons, you know, how she um, helped push forward women's rights and um, anyway, but I think really just her being able to stay true to her beliefs and not um, give up on those, even being surrounded with, with so much difference. That's awesome. The notorious right. RBG. Right. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean... Like, we could go on and on. There's so many. But just to... And really, I, this is... I, we're celebrating women, so we're going to stay on women. But, you know, there, everybody who um, makes a difference, whether it's in one person's life or not, they usually are being... are not afraid to be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? And they make no apologies for who they are. And I think um, when you're authentic and true to yourself, then your purpose, you serve your purpose, right? Right. We don't know. It might just be to touch one person. But if you're doing it right, you do your job. You to fulfill your purpose, but I, it amazes me sometimes to the strength of some people. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I would crumble. I would right? be in the corner in a fetal position if somebody, <laughs> know. you know. Um, I know. Or can, like I'd go to jail. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'd go to jail. I'd be in the fetal position in the corner. Um, but. <clears throat> So let me ask you this then, if, because uh, I was thinking about this on the way over here. Whenever we are asked these questions, like uh, the women that you admire, um, and if, let's say, if you made a list of those, would you be on your own list? Mm. 
That's a really good question, right? <laughs> Is this a question you're actually posing to me right at this moment? Well, I was um, wanting you to ponder that because I, I did have an opportunity to ponder that earlier today. Yes, okay. Okay, and I, because I was just thinking about women, you know, and, um, and so many women, it's, it's just hard to narrow down a few. Um, but I, I thought, well, I should be on that list. Right. I should be on my own list because if you, why is it such a hard thing to say that you admire yourself? Yeah. Do you think that that's, um, egotistical? Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't, if you wouldn't be one of the women on your list, then you should probably change a few things. Right. I agree. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I should be on my own list because I am very happy with how far I've come mm -hmm. in my short half century of living. Has it really been that long? Come on. Well, you know, I have to fudge the facts every once in a while. But, <laughs> but um, like, can, I, I do want to be on my own list. Yeah. Like, I want to be proud of my accomplishments. And obviously, I'm not a Supreme Court justice. But not everybody is. But in your own life, you know, you should, you should be on your own list of people you admire. That's what I'm learning. I think that I think that's true. I mean, <clears throat> I think that's true. Why is it hard to be on your own list, though? Because you're not the first person you think of, right? Because it sounds really weird to be like, "Oh, I really admire myself." <laughs> <laughs> I'm really cool, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Maybe when we don't want to tell everybody how cool we are. Don't want to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> but I think, I think that it's important though to to admire yourself, and also it doesn't mean you have to love every single thing about yourself. Like everybody has bad habits or things that they're not that good right. at and so I mean if if you say well, I do admire myself for trying something new right I try new things I may not always be the best but I I have a love for learning or something right. or I admire my work ethic you know I admire the fact that I am organized but yeah I I, I think that's very true just like uh, what most, I don't even know who they are, therapists say like you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. Right. So. So put your name on the top of the list. Put your name up there. Girl. Well, you might not be on the top of the list, but you probably should be. Love yourself first. Yeah. 
But if you're thinking in that way, like, why wouldn't you admire yourself? Like, then you know what there is to work on. Mm -hmm. right. Then you can admire yourself for working on it. Yeah. And all the people on our list, <clears throat> I'm sure, have faults. Right. Nobody's perfect. So you can still be admired and have faults, and no one is perfect, so can still make that list. There's still time. I want to make the list. I want to make my list. I want to make my little list. <laughs> I need to make my own list. I vote for myself. <clears throat> right? I know. Uh, well, I have... Um, you have another one? I have another one. Awesome. That I... Well, actually, I have two more that I didn't touch. Okay. But, because um, I was looking up one woman's full name, so I didn't get it wrong. Um, so, one woman is um, a professor. She was a professor of mine at Bowling Green, Dr. Williams. And um, she was like one of the, I guess a lot of people would say she was very, like a hard professor. Because she was, well, she wanted you to do good. She wanted you to know the material. Like, um, I think the... One of the um, tough classes that I had at first, because I had several, was constitutional law. And, um, but she was, she was just like so intelligent. And she knew all of, all of these details. And I just found her to be so, um, just like, well, so my major was in criminal justice, and so I think to have um, like a woman and that in the field, like doing research um, and kind of like in a male-dominated field, like stood out to me. And it was she obviously knew like what she um, what she wanted, and she knew her stuff. And then one, one time, I will never forget this, I'm not really sure who, I mean, it wasn't me. I, it was another student, I think. Or I'm not sure if they like brought it up to her or if, how it came about. But someone maybe just called her by her last name or maybe they called her by her first name, which I highly doubt that. But um, anyway, they didn't use doctor in front of her name. And I mean, she she was a doctor at the time, and right. probably still is, I'm sure, Dr. Williams. Um, <clears throat> and she gave us all an education on why it was important to her to um, for us to you know respect her title, and not in a but she didn't do it in like a condescending mean way. Um, but I think that was the first time that I ever heard somebody really explain that like it takes so much effort and so much hard work and so much more time of learning. Um, and so it really like meant a lot to her to have um, to have doctor in front of her name. And I thought, you know, that is that is really neat. I, I mean, to some people it might be kind of like silly, but you know, if you have done all of that hard work and it, it, right. it would be important right. I think to you um, and not that like people who don't want you to call them doctor whatever 
you know, everybody has their own feelings and they didn't work hard, but, um, you know, it it was just, it was really interesting how she, how she handled that. I thought it was neat. So, so we have a lot of teachers on our list. Yeah. And this other one is also a teacher, but she was my yoga teacher. So when I did uh, my yoga teacher training, she was my teacher for that. She was teaching teachers, to be teachers. And so her name is Becky. <clears throat> and um, she, uh, she was like just such a, she was so inspirational to me um, because she obviously was female, but she was, um, she had a lot of the same qualities of, like that I had, I thought. Um, so I could really identify with her like before I wanted to take or sign up for the teacher training. I mean, I had been attending yoga class, not always with, actually I had not attended a yoga class with her as the teacher. Um, but from the classes that I had, you know, the teachers were always like, they sounded so calm. Oh gosh, we got a cat throwing up. <laughs> All this talk about break. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she had such a, I mean, they, all the other teachers, they had calm voices and they just seemed so peaceful right. and together. And I was like, I'm not peaceful and I'm not like calm and I am competitive. And like when I go to yoga class, they're like, this is not about who can go bend the farthest. This is about feeling right in your pose. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I don't even know why I'm contemplating being a yoga teacher, but like, it just sounds like I, I want something I want to do. And anyway, um, so I talked to her before signing up and she said, you know, if all yoga teachers were the same, then why would we need different classes? You know, people are different. There are different types of yoga. There are different, like, um, just environment once you get into a yoga class um, and all of that. Plus, like, the teacher, all of that matters. The teacher's personality. Every person that becomes a teacher has to bring their own personality and their own style. And... um, you know, having all of these other qualities doesn't, isn't going to make me, wouldn't make me a bad teacher. It would just make me the, the teacher, teacher that I am. So, see, um, right. Right. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but so that was, that was really helpful. And, um, so then when I started taking the class, uh, obviously, as I was taking the, the classes with her, she uh, we learned more about each other. But she was just also really inspirational because she had started, she worked a you know nine to five job, and then she would teach um, like aerobics at um, oh one of those big gyms, not World Gym, but something like that. And um, you know, so she kind of started out there, and they wanted to add yoga class there so she did she started teaching that and that's really I, th- I believe how she got started but um, then she you know she just like started to have this passion about it and went to different trainings workshops and everything 
Um, and just so her, like her knowledge about the human body and um, about, of course, class like sequencing, um, but it was just really like amazing to me, which I know she had been teaching for you know right. many years, but um, but also she was always learning about yoga like on the side and you know in addition to her full-time job and her kids and everything else and um like I mean everybody who ever took one of her classes like loved it um but she also was like such a it was all it wasn't even a lot like she was teaching when we were doing this training it was like she was helping me learn about myself without really her saying that. Um, but she was always just like so she patient. She was a yoga instructor slash therapist. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. But isn't that neat? I love, I love, I love people who are passionate about what they do because then it makes you, I think that's what inspires you, right? When you see right. somebody doing that and, and There's so many, so many. Mm -hmm. And I think too, what all of these people kind of like, that's exactly it, what, they, what rings out to me is hopefully all of them were doing, they seem to be doing something that they loved. Right. And um, that is what really probably sh like would shine through to us to make us remember them and remember their passion and and everything and it's neat i mean they are teachers we have several teachers but they're actually all from different walks yeah and different areas of teaching different um you know from a waitress we've got mom who who was a who did a little bit of everything. Oh, right, right. <laughs> she was an expert at a little bit of everything. Absolutely. And, um, but, and, and as far as mom goes, I think her passion was life itself. Yeah. So, you know, that's, but, you know, all these women are, and just, well, we have all the astronauts and lawyers and, TV personalities and teachers and business women and I know yeah you know it is really cool um, writers right vice president artists mm-hmm and sometimes it's I, I know for me sometimes um, sometimes it is hard to be like excited sometimes um, if a woman does something if like it's something that I personally have a conflict with um, so for example I was never very excited about Sarah Palin but you know she was going to be a vice president or right. she was a candidate for I mean, actually, I don't even know. Um, 
How long John ago King. that was now? But even before her, with Walter Mondale, wasn't there? Yeah, Geraldine. It's it was a long time ago that there was the first actual woman vice president uh, candidate. But right. but it it is sometimes a struggle for me to look past that. Now I will say it usually is more along the lines of politicians, but. Um, um, most well, other people I don't tend to have any issue with, but it is something that I need to get better about. And I, I, I see that too. I see, um, because I also think that women who don't agree, not, not that, people who don't agree with women who are saying what they believe tend to be called like a she-devil. Right. Or, but here's the thing, you can, it doesn't really matter, I mean, obviously it matters that women advance and be able to do what they want to do. Like, I'm over the moon at the referees for NFL. Oh, yeah. You know, now there's two. So excited. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm still, I don't think women should play. Football. Yeah. Contact football. Not not with men. I, I just, I don't think, I just, I don't. I, I might get to a different viewpoint at some point. But, but at the same time, you don't also want to, just like if a woman did something that was wrong, you wouldn't, if it was a guy doing something wrong, you wouldn't have a problem saying that. Yeah. So, I mean, you do... Sometimes it has nothing to do with being a woman. And some things are just wrong. Yeah. So, you know, you can disagree. Even though it's a woman. Right. There's plenty of women I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of people I don't like. No, but I mean... But I'm getting better. Not just... Yeah, right. We should love everyone. I mean, mostly I don't like Spectrum Internet. But other than that... We should like everyone. We should. Everybody's making their own way. But what I mean is, sometimes, um, so for instance, I wouldn't want a person to be voted in, says speaking of politicians, because they're a woman, Mm -hmm. and strictly on that. I don't think that's right either. But I am very um, proud of what we, as women, have accomplished. And I, I love the fact that we can be whatever we want to be and every day it gets better yeah you know and obviously there's still a way long way to go but when you look back like we really have come so far you know I don't want to especially because of all the women who fought to be the first to be heard, you know, mm-hmm. to refuse to to say, you know, to just break barriers. So actually Annie Oakley was probably going to be on mine. Oh, yeah. Not that she was, not that I necessarily want to, you know, admire or I'm into gun sports or anything like that, but but just the fact of the time mm-hmm. and the, the you know the things that you have to that's a big deal 
you know, like women wearing pants. Like who? Who knew? That who was put on a so pair of pants and said, "Hey, forget the skirt. I'm I'm wearing pants. I got work to do." Right. Right. So those women have, and, and we don't know what a lot of that is like. And I just know we've come so far. I'm glad to celebrate International Women's. Is it week? Whole week? I think it's even month. The whole month. I think. Oh, we have a whole month. Maybe. Yeah, it was funny because <clears throat> Ronnie asked me other if there was holidays for guys. <laughs> oh, I think just about every other one is, you know. There's all kinds. But right. Maybe someday, maybe we'll have actual women's, specific women holidays. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But what else you got? That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's a wrap? <clears throat> no, it doesn't have to be a wrap. A tortilla wrap. That's one that's thing where we're we headed. To, that's one thing we need to um, work on here in our kitchen. Tortilla wraps, that's for sure. Tortillas. But. I need a tortilla. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we've had this time together. Yes, we have had a lot of great time together. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think um, influenced mom? Aunt Loretta? Aunt Loretta was gonna be on my list. God, she was her own person. Yeah. Strong, you know? You know, probably. But sometimes I wonder, we need to have a discussion. Obviously we can't have a discussion with mom now. But, well we can, <laughs> but that's a whole nother cup podcast, right? But, like, even if it was, um, when you don't have maybe close relationships um, in your immediate life to, to look up to, um, then it, you know, was it a, somebody, a book she read? Was it, yeah, um, you know, who she modeled her, got her thoughts from and her ideas and dreams and who helped her? And I mean, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe her mom. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe she had plenty of her mom. Probably did. Yeah. And maybe when she got older, maybe Aunt Mabel. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe not that But one. I think I think mom had and I think that's the great thing is I think you take little the the parts that you admire, like you said. And what I admire in someone may not be the same. We might admire the same person but for totally different reasons. Yeah. And um or they might inspire you for a totally different reason. So that's the good thing. That we can all take away something from... Even if we say, I ain't gonna be like that. 
so true. You are so very true. So very true. But I admire you, sister. <laughs> great experiences to share to learn from each other right and I as the older one have given you a lot of not to do's <laughs> right. right and you as the younger one have given me a lot of to do's <laughs> like so seriously though you do encourage me to be to try new things and be better and give me new perspectives and you're, you're great at being um, an idea bouncer offer. Mm. Right, I'm like we trampoline. Are. I'm the idea trampoline. Oh, new one. <laughs> I'm the idea catcher. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can I do with that? I need to figure that one out. That, I, I need a better title than that. Um, but. Well, that's just, that we're just. We're just like bouncing this around right now. Right. Idea bouncer. So idea. we're both. Yeah, we'll work idea on trampolines. That. Right. Right. We'll figure it out at some point. All right. Well, I love you. I'm glad we had this time together. I hope that we have. Um, well, I have inspired myself to inspire others because I want to be on my list. Yeah. I want to be on somebody's list. But definitely, I need to be on my own list. So I better get that to work. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Me too. So thank you, everyone, for listening today and learning about us and our uh, women that inspire us, celebrating this International Women's Month, day, week. And um, remember to celebrate all the women in your life and let them know how grateful you are for them and to celebrate yourself if you are a woman. This is right. your Put month. Put your name on your own list. Put your name at the top of the list. Tape it to your mirror. And remember that you are admired.